0: Hi, good afternoon. My name is Amy Silvers and I am a local runner and also the new administrative coordinator for IDAF Events. And I have with me here Daphne Kirkwood. She's our fabulous race director and owner of IDAF Events.
1: Hey Amy, we're so excited to have you on the team and have you helping with this podcast. People are going to be in for such a treat since you actually did the race last year too. Yes, and
0: I love the race. One of my favorites, definitely.
1: Well, awesome. We've got a lot to go over, so hang in and let's get going. All right. Today, we're going to talk about the second annual Jump Off Rock uh, Half
0: Marathon N10K presented by Hunter Subaru and Hardy UNC HealthCare. Saturday, May 14th. I'm super excited about the race again. I ran the 10k last year and it was awesome. The weather was perfect. It was a beautiful day. We finish in downtown historic Hendersonville. So much to see and do and eat. It's fabulous.
1: Eat your way through Hendersonville afterwards, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. What did you love the most about it? Like what what Uh, stands out the most? Because you do a lot of races.
0: Yes. I I actually PR'd my 10K PR on this course. Yeah. So I, the course itself was my, definitely what made it the best for me. There's only just a little over 200 feet elevation gain and just some, you know, little roller hills. And that's my favorite because I cruise downhill when I, when I hit those downhills.
1: Yeah, it's nice. Awesome. Well, we are so excited about the race again. And Last year, it just felt like the city of Hendersonville just gave the whole running community a huge hug because that's what it felt like. I mean, race day was spectacular. The weather was perfect. I mean, it was like a picture perfect day. And the city of Hendersonville downtown just really came out in full force to cheer the runners on. They set up different water stations along the course that weren't even official water stations people are cheering everywhere and spectating and so i'm just really excited for the momentum from last year to just build and um, have that for this year so i think it's going to be a lot of fun absolutely we asked what you want from health insurance Free doctor visits, so I can finally get that thing looked at. If talk is cheap, then I want free talk therapy. Introducing Friday Health Plans with unlimited $0 primary care and mental health visits. Get a quote at FridayHealthPlans.com.
0: So the races in Hendersonville, where exactly do the races start and finish?
1: The 10K and the half marathon. So the half marathon starts at the top of Jump Off Rock, and that is about seven miles from downtown Hendersonville. And then the 10K starts at the Hendersonville YMCA, which is a couple miles from downtown Hendersonville. There is a course preview from last year that I did on YouTube that you could look up if you want to check that out. I actually need to look at it again and make sure it's all relevant, but the courses haven't changed. So you can take a look at that too. Perfect.
0: We typically have a charity or a nonprofit partner for each one of IDF
1: events. Who's it going to be this year? So we have the YMCA of Hendersonville again. Um, They're just so amazing and all the programs that they do and they offer for our community. Last year, the money was spent for child swim lessons for kids that weren't able to afford them. And so we just want to keep supporting their programs for our community The Friends of Laurel Park is another one of our charity partners. We're running all through Laurel Park Community. And so the funds help with just keeping up with the beauty and the landscape and all the different programs and events that they have in Laurel Park, too. And then Blue Ridge Humane Society is a new one for us this year. Really excited to have our furry friends involved with the race. We love our cats and dogs. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll be collecting from you, the runners, so bring them please. Dog food, cat food, collars, leashes, kitty litter, anything that's dog and cat related, they can use in the animal shelter and for adoptions. So next time you go into the grocery store or you go into Walmart or Target, pick up a couple dog or cat items, send them aside and bring them with you to packet pickup or to the finish after the race and donate them. We're trying to collect a hundred items. I think we can totally do that for the Blue Ridge Humane Society. So bring those with you, and uh, let's help our furry friends in our community. Absolutely.
0: Hi there, this is LK Payton from the Hendersonville Family YMCA. We are so excited to be the nonprofit partner of this year's Jump Off Rock Half Marathon and 10K in Hendersonville, North Carolina. I can't wait to see you all fill the streets with fun and excitement. When you pick up your packet or after the race sometimes, stop in the Y and redeem your free three-day pass. It will be in your goodie bag. This special community event packed with so many miles calls for extra hands to make the day a success. So if you'd like to support our efforts as a volunteer or you know someone that wants to help, check out all the areas we could use your help on the registration site at race roster volunteers truly make the event fun safe and successful i also heard that volunteers get some great swag we look forward to seeing you on may 14th Let's talk about what people can expect on race weekend. I heard we have something new on Friday
1: night during packet pickup hours. Yes, we do. I'm so excited. This is like a dream come true. Yoga, (laughs) yoga the night before, the beautiful top of Jump Off Rock in the lawn, yoga and massage, uh, YAM is what they're known as in Hendersonville. They're going to offer a free yoga class, a stretch class to our participants, to our runners just bring a yoga mat, come out. They're going to be in the grass lawn. Carrie Ann, she's fantastic. She is such a hoot and she will be there starting at 6 30. It will last about an hour and it's not going to be a power yoga class. So you're not going to, you know, get all wore out. It's going to help prepare you and relax you and just get you ready for Um, the next day for race day and you can get dinner afterwards downtown and then put your legs up and just get ready for for saturday
0: wow i'm kind of jealous that's so cool i wish i wasn't going to be busy at packet pickup i'd (laughs) totally go do that
1: i know i was trying to figure out a way to like weasel my way out early of packet pickup (laughs) to make an appearance but we'll see how it goes i don't know yeah So yeah, speaking, speaking
0: of that, what about packet pickup and registration? How is that going to work?
1: Yeah. Registration right now, we have about a hundred spots left. So I'm not sure if we'll have any more spots left on Friday, the day before the race, but that would be the last day you can register. So registration will close at 7 PM on Friday night because there's no packet pickup on Saturday. And so If your friends haven't registered yet, tell them to register uh, because they're going really fast. And then Packet Pickup is on Friday. It's at the Hendersonville YMCA like it was last year if you joined us. It's a drive-through Packet Pickup just like last year. Stay in your car. Just follow the cars into the parking lot. We'll hand you your stuff through your window. You don't need to get out. And four to seven, and there's no race day packet pickup. I think I already said that. No race day packet pickup and no race day registration. If, if you can't make it during that time, someone can pick it up for you on Friday, but we have no packet pickup on race day. Oh, I did want to mention too, because we get this question a lot. People love the goodie bags from Hunter Subaru and all the goodies that are in there. So if we mailed your packet to you, Which we've been busy putting those together, haven't we, Amy? (laughs) We (laughs) have over 300 of them. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. If you opted in for mailing, we don't mail the goodie bags. They're big and they're heavy. You can pick that up at Packet Pickup. You can drive through the line and we can give you that goodie bag, or you can get it after the race at the finish line. Um, at the merchandise tent is where we'll have the leftover goodie bags so you won't miss out on those and that's where you can get those okay so again we want to stress no packet pickup on
0: race day and the options there are come attend packet pickup or have someone pick that up for you
1: yes you have to come friday from four to seven or have someone get it for you. It was very clear, actually, in registration. I think there was even a question that said, I understand that there is no race day packet pickup. But yeah, due to the logistics of this race with two different start lines and a finish line, it just logistically is way too challenging to do a race day registration and -and packet pickup. So we just can't accommodate that.
0: All right. And what about the people, what if they want to switch distances? Like if they want to go from the 10K to the half, or They've trained and don't feel like they can quite do the half and they want to go down to the 10K.
1: Yeah, so if they've already gotten their bib in the mail and didn't tell us before we shipped it to them, then they need to come to Packet Pickup from 4 to 7 on Friday and swap that race number out. Or they can have somebody bring it if they can't do it themselves. If they want to do that now while they're listening to the podcast, they can email support at IDAF.net. And you, Amy, can help make that change for them. And we just need to have that done before, before they pick up their packet, essentially. And if they forget, they can tell us when they're picking it up in line and we can make that change. But it'd be nice if we knew that ahead of time so that we can get everything ready for them. Yes.
0: Okay. And what if they, they say, well, you know, I'm not going to be able to make it to packet pickup and I don't have anyone.
1: So I'm just going to run with the bib I have unfortunately they'll be disqualified yeah it's it's a liability to not you know run in the right race all of our volunteers are going to know which race belongs to which color bib the police the volunteers everybody and so by not swapping it out you really mess up the officials on the course and and other people too that might you might be running with that are looking at your race number and thinking that you know which way because there is a spot on the 10k that veers off from the half for a short dog leg so it can cause all kinds of compl- complications and so you just you wouldn't have a time and it really is a disservice to the people that are out on the course definitely
0: and you don't want to follow someone with the wrong bib <laughs> you don't want to end up running a half marathon if you're scheduled for a 10k uh,
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly okay
0: and what time do the races start? What about the, the half marathon and first, I guess, and then the 10K later?
1: Yeah. So because of the nature of the half being on top of Jump Off Rock and take, you have to take a bus to get up there or have somebody drop you off at the start line, there's a rolling start for that event from 730 to 830. Everybody should have signed up for a time when they registered online. So that will be let them know when they need to hop in a bus to get up there. We just can't have anybody start after the 8.30 time. We will pack up all the timing equipment at 8.30 and we'll be out of there. And then for the 10K, it's from 9 to 9.15 at the Y. And again, nobody can start before 9. Nobody can start after 9.15.
0: Okay, so no, don't be early, don't be late. Be in that, be in those timeframes.
1: Exactly. We, we, the rolling starts have worked really well for people, especially with, with this event. So that's why we're keeping it, but we just narrowed the window this year and it really messes up the police and volunteers. If you start the race early, plus you, you won't have a, a time because our timing equipment is set to start at a certain time. And I remember last year, the police called me about, I think it was like seven, 15. And they said, we see somebody on the course running. Did you start the race? And so it really just sets off a lot of alarms. And so, you know, people need to start on time and we want to be able to continue to do the rolling start. So please adhere to those. That sounds good. And what about parking? Where, where do people park? Yeah. What's so on On the event guide, there's all kinds of information about parking. So I'm going to keep it brief here for the sake of the podcast. But essentially for the half marathon, you need to park at the Dogwood parking lot, which is by the First Baptist Church in Hendersonville, or they have several auxiliary parking lots where we'll have signs and volunteers and you can park there if Dogwood is full. You can park around town if you want to, too, but those are just our designated parking areas You don't have to pay for parking in the Dogwood lot that day, so that's really nice. And that's where the shuttles are going to pick up for the half. can park in in either of those parking lots if they want to, but they can also park by the Y in the party uh, health party hospital parking areas. And that's a lot closer to the 10K start, but I know that some people are going to be driving together for the half and the 10K and if that's the case, they, they should park at Dogwood or the First Baptist parking lot, auxiliary lots. And then the shuttle bus can take the 10K runner, drop them off on Fifth Avenue, and they walk up to the start line at the Y. And that will happen on the way to the half marathon start in the shuttle. So they would get on the same shuttle together. 10K person would get dropped off a couple sec- a couple minutes later. And then they would keep going up to the start for the half. There's no parking at all up at the top of Jump Off Rock. The people who are going to park up there are race staff and volunteers. And there will be police up there making cars, making sure they don't park at all. And so just, you know, don't make any plans to try to, you know, leapfrog and have somebody park up top and one at the bottom. It won't work well for you. You can have somebody drop you off. At the, the start lines, you know, for both events, you know, near the start, but you can't have a car parked at the top of Jump Off Rock.
0: Sounds good. Got yeah. that. Okay. Now, since the race is, at least the, marath- the half marathon starts pretty early, I'm here and there might be coffee somewhere first thing in the morning.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, the shuttles are going to run a little earlier this year, um, starting at 6.30 a.m., And so if you're one of those early jump off rock half marathoners at 730, you probably want to get on the shuttle about that time at 630 beyond those first ones. And if you want to get a shot of espresso or some coffee or hot chocolate, I think they also have tea. Bare Bones Brujas will be right there at the shuttle start to take care of that caffeine fix for you. So yeah, they'll be right there. That'll be handy, especially for a runner. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. So after we're parked. Yes. um, Head to the shuttles. Yep. Yep. Head to the shuttles and you will hop on those. If you are a 10K runner and you don't have to get to the start line till nine and the shuttles are really full and you get there at 730, Give up your spot for a half marathon person to get on the shuttle so that they can get up to the top. There's going to be plenty of shuttles, but just be mindful, you know, if if your start time isn't till later, you know, and you're super early and the, the buses look full, let somebody else go up before you. When you're up at the start line for the half, 7:30 to 8 30 is the start time window. So if you're running a couple minutes late from what you signed up for online it's okay. Your time will not start until you cross the mat. And we're not going to be checking when you get up there to see what, what exact time you started. We have assigned those so that people can get in the bus and they're not all there at the same time because the buses can't accommodate 700 half marathon people to be there all at 630 to get on the bus. So we need to spread people out. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yes.
0: Now, what if a runner has a friend or family member
1: with them? Can they ride the shuttles? For this race? No, we just don't have the room for spectators to be on the shuttles. And really, if your spectator got up to the top of the half, I mean, <laughs> they're sort of stuck unless they're yes. going to run down. <laughs> and They would need to have a race number for that. And then the 10k, the Y is, you know, maybe a mile or so from that parking lot. They could walk over to the the 10K start if they wanted to, but we'll talk about spectator areas in just a bit, the best places for people to watch. And, you know, so, but yeah, they're not able to do that. And also something to keep in mind, don't leave anything in the shuttle buses because it'll be gone. <laughs> it'll go to lost and found. We're going to donate it to the rescue ministry. So if you're super cold in the morning and you're going to, Throw something off or trash it. Make sure that you know you're willing to let go of it because we're not going to be able to give it back to you after the race. Okay.
0: And you mentioned it up at the top of jump off rock. If someone wants to drop off a runner, what's the yep. the
1: process and the procedure for that? Yep. So the best thing to do is don't follow GPS because <laughs> it's going to tell you a shortcut to come up to the top which will put you in the way of runners and so the best thing to do is go Laurel Park Highway the whole way up to the, and that will take you up there and that's the safest way for the runners to get there. Okay
0: so you've got your race bib and your swag your bib is pinned on the front of the outside of your shirt Yes. Especially if you've got like a sweatshirt or a jacket that you're going to be like taking off and tying around, you want your bib to be on something that you can, you know, keep, keep open and available, very uh, visible. So you want your bib not to get crinkled or bent or hidden needs to be on the front for the whole run. So that the chip works effectively and photographers can get that number too. So you can see yourself. Exactly.
1: Yes, exactly. It's so important. You know, sometimes we see people that put their bibs underneath a jacket and they don't take it off or it's on their back and volunteers can't help you <laughs> at all during the race when they can't see your number. And chances are, if it's under something, your timing chip won't read. So, yeah. all right.
0: So make sure that's on the top layer and it's visible.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And what are the courses like? Yeah, well, I think most people signed up because they heard this was a a downhill and fast half marathon. (laughs) So I think the biggest thing that I hear from people who haven't done it is that they're nervous about how steep the downhill is but it's not so i'm gonna put that myth aside the downhill is very gradual in fact i rode on my bike the other day and there's a couple uphills in the downhill portion coming through laurel park which helps just give your legs a little bit of a break but it's a windy rolling beautiful scenic downhill just soak it in and enjoy it there's a couple spots um One on Orchard Lane that has an, it's like an overlook and you can just see out. And it is just beautiful right now with all the different color of green trees and stuff. So once you get down the hill into the Y, that's about mile seven for the half marathoners. And then they run to the lake, just like the 10K runners do. And it's mostly flat, mostly flat there, Amy. But the 10K does veer off from the half about halfway around the lake and we just needed a a short little section in order to make the 10k a true 10k so definitely watch for that because you don't want to skip that part we will have a timing mat down there to make sure the 10k runners get to that spot and then we will have timing mats along the course just making sure everybody does the full thing yeah so it's beautiful it's it's an amazing course i think i think it's great yes Yes. Well, I can speak for the 10k for sure, and I'm sure the half
0: marathon is as well. Okay, you always just about always have one at least one stinker hill. Where where is that going to be in this one?
1: Yeah, I think you might remember it. There is one that's coming out of Lennox Park area that takes you to the lake, to Osceola Lake, so you sort of go up it and then you go down a hill. And it's not long. It's just, it's just sort of is like there and you're like, oh really, why is this hill here? And so you hit the hill, you go down, you go around the lake, which is completely flat. And then you have to go back up the the hill and down. So that's the one on the 10K that I would say gets people. And then the half, it's more towards the end of the race. I'm not quite sure what mile marker it is off the top of my head, but you know, it's just something to keep in mind. Okay. There's
0: always got to be one of those in these races around here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got to keep us on our toes. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Speaking of Osceola Lake, right now it does say road closed around there. What's, What's up with that?
1: Yeah. So we had this last year, the same thing. The dam is closed to through traffic. So cars can't drive the whole way around the lake. The backside is closed off to cars so that they can't go across the dam. And so it's still like that. So if you're planning to come spectate, just know that there is no outlet if you go around the backside of the lake and the runners, there's a little area on the left of the road closed barricade where you can go cut through and go across the dam, so that you can do your whole loop around the lake. So runners do get to go through cars. You're out of luck. (laughs) You won't get through.
0: All right. And the courses, uh, what about traffic? Is there open
1: traffic or, or are there any parts of it that are closed? Yep. The whole course is open to traffic. So you always got to be mindful. When I put stickers and route arrows down and markings on the road with tape and with paint, watch where I'm directing you to run. Sometimes it's facing traffic. Sometimes it might be with traffic and it's because of a turn coming up or it's the safest area for you to run. So really pay attention to those markings so that you know which side to run on. And don't take up the whole road. That's one way for us to not have this event again. You know, run on the sidewalks when you see them, when you can, especially, you know, when there's areas where it's just you or only a couple people and it's not a big group. Just try to be really conscious of that and mindful of that. The city is still operating and we want to be good community members and we want them to let us to have the event again. And so the more we can just work together with the community and, and let the city keep moving while we're moving, the better for everybody. Got that. All right. What time does the course close? It closes at noon.
0: Okay. So everyone, both races, 10K and half marathon, everyone needs to be done by noon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And course markings and signs. Mm-hmm. I, I, I always love to run with music. You are allowing headphones at the event, but always just keep the volume low so that you can hear traffic and also the volunteers who are directing you, especially where the course splits between Let's, the 10K and the
1: half. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I mean, time and time again, we see runners who are just, you know, not paying attention at all to the volunteers and we'll run right by them. And then you know, the volunteers will say bib 362 ran right by us and we'll write that down. And then 362 will get mad and send us a hate email about getting lost. And we're like, you didn't pay attention to the volunteers, So you have to take personal responsibility to know the course, follow the signs, don't follow other runners because other runners might not know where they're going, or they might be the ones that are like, directionally challenged and not paying attention so take personal responsibility and you know watch the signs it's going to be marked really well all right and how about water
0: stations do we have water stations on the
1: course we do yep we have several of them fleet feet will be at mile five for the half and then ymca will be at approximately mile seven and a half and that's where the 10k also starts that's a big full parking lot full of energy and fun and then green moose fuel will have their moose fuel which is amazing so tasty and that is right before you enter the osceola lake area and so you'll get to utilize that water station twice it's at mile two and four for the 10k and mile nine and a half and 11 for the half. All the water stations will have at least gels, water, Gatorade, some granola bars and snacks for some of the later ones. But if you need more water than than what we're offering or more drinks or more fuel, bring your own. You know, there's all kinds of cool hydration stuff you can carry and you can get that from Fleet Feet Asheville or get it online. But I would suggest if it's a warmer race or you feel like you're just going to need more bring your own carry your own sounds good how about the very important
0: restrooms
1: yes (laughs) well restrooms will be at the start of both events um at the finish line there are public restrooms that are a block away on fifth avenue so those will be open and then at every water station there will be Portage Johns. There will also be a Portage John. I think it's about around mile five, um, maybe six, five or six. It's a, when you come down, jump off rock into Laurel Park, right at the town hall. There will be Portage Johns there for the half as well. So that's a little bonus spot. Always good to have one of those. Candy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah.
0: All right. And spectators, where should the friends and family, our friends and family come? Where's the best place yeah. to us on?
1: Yeah, I would suggest that spectators that want to see half marathoners, that they stick to the downtown lower level and not try to spectate on Laurel Park um, coming down for jump off rock, like those first five or six miles downhill It's just really hard to get a lot around up there. And with the racers coming down and buses going up, it's just a lot. And so I would suggest that folks stick to the YMCA is a great spot to see people off for the 10K. And then to see um, half marathoners about halfway through. That's a great area. Fifth Avenue and Fourth Avenue are also good central locations and then you can truck it over to the finish area to see them finish so those are my suggestions really the half for the jump off rock the start line is not spectator friendly there's nowhere to park up there you can't really be hanging around so we'll take good care of your people and your runners but yeah just no spectators up top. Just one thing I want to mention because runners are going to be on, you know, some of those streets and stuff. If you are spectating, you know, move aside from the sidewalks. If you see runners coming just so that you're not obstructing where you're spectating.
0: Okay. All right. So we we've gotten, we've, Past the stinker hill, and <laughs> we've we've finished our run. We're coming across the finish line, and we hear the
1: awesome MC Brian Bird giving us shout outs. Yes, Brian Bird is amazing. We call him B squared, and he's a realtor in Hendersonville. He actually helped me get my my place this past December, and so he's phenomenal. He'll be at the finish line welcoming everybody in, and folks can pick up their finisher medal and their snacks and stuff and water. So yeah, we'll be welcome back. Mm -hmm. Speaking of snacks, that's
0: one of my favorite parts of the race. (laughs) What kind of food and drinks can we expect at the finish line?
1: Yeah. Well, Hendersonville community co-op was there last year and they'll be back again with hydration, with drinks, and then some snacks and fruit and things like that. And then Arabella's is right next to the finish. And last year they offered runners the opportunity to pre-order breakfast or lunch items and then pick them up once they finish the race. And so they're offering that again. There's a link on the event guide and we'll also put it on Facebook this week um, where you can go in and you can order that. It's super convenient. You just walk in. They have it made for you. You give them your name. You pay for it and you walk out, and their food is so yummy. So, highly suggest that. Yeah, so we'll have those things, and then there's also other restaurants and stuff downtown that are open, too.
0: Okay. Yeah, I I took a peek at that Arabella's menu off the event guide. I clicked that link and took a peek at that menu. Wow. (laughs) I want one of everything.
1: I know, right? (laughs) Um, After a half. Yes.
0: Now, they're also going to be giving out free coffee all day to runners. Is yeah.
1: That? Yep. You just show them your race number. Okay. What about
0: are there other happenings on race day, like any other things going on that we
1: yeah. can be fun? Well, this year we're going to have a live band at the finish, so that's going to be really fun. And then Farmer's Market is a couple blocks over. We have a free beer ticket on your race number for Ocklawaha Brewery, so you can pop in there, get your free beer on race day. (laughs) Yoga and massage is going to be at the finish. Giving out free massages, PT Solutions will be there. Doing injury screenings, and they're just a great resource if you ever have a unfortunate running injury which a lot of us get and then Kilwin's will also be giving out 20% off ice cream and they are right at the finish line and I walked in there the other day Amy and let me just tell you it smelled like heaven I think we'll smell someday yeah they're making me want ice cream yeah well they have fudge and candy and all kinds of stuff in there oh Um, wow yeah And then Party Medical will be there on site in case somebody, you know, trips and falls, has something that they need attention. They'll be there. And then our Our presenting sponsor, Hunter Subaru, will also be there. They'll have one of their Subarus out there and they'll be on site too. We're going to have lots of great merchandise available, Appalachian Trilogy. We got some new hoodies coming in, free to run shirts, run local shirts, last year's Jump Off Rock shirts, and then the goodie bags, of course, for people to pick up too. So lots of stuff at the finish and then into downtown as well.
0: Okay, and be sure, uh, runners, be sure to check out the flyers and the goodie bags for discounts all around downtown with um, local businesses that have partnered with us. Yay, there it is.
1: Yeah, I printed Um, it off because there's so many this year. Did you you take advantage of this last year? Going into um, places? I don't think I did last year. No, but I
0: probably will this year. I'll have more time.
1: Yeah, so all you have to do is just take your race number in and go into these places and they're going to give you discounts all day. So there's Arabella's, which we mentioned, Silver Fox Gallery, which has amazing art pieces, Kilwins, there's an aquarium down there, Pisgah Forest gem mine, Lazy One, there's a vintage photo scan, a consignment store, Beehive consignment, There's a really cool new um, soap company called Willow Hill Soap Company. They have all kinds of really yummy, smelly lotions and soaps and bars and chapsticks and stuff like that. Wine Sage and Gourmet, Art Mob Studios, Black Bear Coffee, Moonshine and Magnolias. There's a pet store called Wag that's giving out a free scoop of dog treats. They did that last year and they, oh yeah, it was really cool. Homestead, the Kingmakers draft, and again, Oklahoma brewing company. So there, there's a bunch of stuff. So make the day, take the day after you're done. Even if you go back to your hotel or go home and shower and come back and enjoy the afternoon and the evening in downtown, because it's really awesome what they're doing. So yes, yes, absolutely.
0: So much to see and so much to eat. Yes. So. Okay. We mentioned before um, about making sure bibs were visible so the photographer can catch you and your number on um, the, Will there be photographers out on the race course?
1: Yep. We'll have uh, a couple out on the course and then we'll have one at the finish line. Please know that the photographers do their best to get as many photos as they can, but there's not somebody in a stagnant spot all day taking everybody's photos. We really like the variety of pictures that our photographers get. And so if you are looking for a personal race photo, please have your friend or family member who's spectating take that for you. So you can make sure and capture that moment for yourself. We will put photos in the gallery the week after the race on race Ross, but it usually takes a few days for us to sort through and upload those and stuff. We are, we're, gonna have a photographer at the finish line hopefully as much much of the day as we possibly can they might not be there the whole time Um, but if you see a photographer there do a big smile do something fun we'd like to capture some fun finish line photos this year and then we also have a photo backdrop so you can stand there with your medal and your friends and take your selfies and then post them on instagram you can use hashtag idaf events or jump off rock half or jump off rock 10k. And then we will see that and we can reshare it that day. And on Sunday too, if you don't have time on Saturday. So. All right. Yeah. Okay. And results. Results will be posted
0: online on the website, which is idef.net. And then we'll have an in-person award
1: ceremony. What yep. time will that start? Yep. Last year we were able to do that because of COVID. So we're excited to be able to do an award ceremony. It'll be close to Sixth Avenue, and so it'll be on the block that we have for the race. But it's closer to Sixth by our awards tent, and that'll happen approximately ten forty-five for the ten k, and approximately eleven for the half. I say approximately because sometimes there's things that happen with people's numbers or. Things just happen with with timing chips and people's stuff. Maybe they registered as a female and they're a male or their age is wrong. And so when you do look up your results, if you see something wrong on there, go to the timing tent and we can adjust it for you. But don't wait until the award ceremony, especially if you're going to get something for an award, because then it just delays things longer. So we'll strive to have the award ceremonies at at those two times that I'm Oh, I forgot to say, and Amy Kokenauer, who did the print for this year's awards, will be there signing those. Around 9 o'clock, she'll get there, and so if you want to meet her, she is going to sign the prints that are available this year. And we have some of last year's prints for sale at the merchandise tent, and those are all done. They're a colored pencil drawing, and they're just... Stunning.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I got that little sneak peek and they are beautiful this year. Really pretty.
1: Yes. So, and then Fleet Feet also will give gift certificates as well. And if you can't come to the award ceremony, you can't stay. Those items will be dropped off at Fleet Feet on Tuesday, May 17th afternoon. So if you go Sunday, they won't be there. If you go Monday, they won't be there. (laughs) They will be there on Tuesday. So if you really want your stuff. I suggest you stay or have a friend get it for you at the awards ceremony. If you're out of town and you have to leave, you can pay $10 um, and have it shipped. And we'll set that up after the race so that you can just click a link and have that done.
0: All right. And virtual, there's yes. a virtual option. We've had that had that option from the beginning. At what point, what if they wake up the morning of the race and just don't feel well? Is there still an option to transfer to virtual?
1: Yes. Until the race starts. So once the races start, there is no longer an option and we are mailing out people's stuff for virtual, but if you want to pick it up instead, just let us know and we won't mail those things to you. But virtual folks don't get to run the race on race day. (laughs) So virtual means you're doing it a different day, a different time on your own. You don't get a race number, but you get the, the fun swag, the finisher medal and so forth. If you're doing virtual and you're going to come get stuff, you can get a goodie bag too. But just let us know if you're going to do that. And I believe it's $10 to move to virtual starting next week as well. So if you need to make that change, email support at IDAF.net.
0: Okay. I love how much support the city of Hendersonville and the businesses in downtown support us and just everyone's so pumped about this race. Yes, what sponsors what sponsor, sponsors can we give a shout out here to that we haven't already mentioned?
1: yeah, Asheville School and Asheville Regional Airport are both annual partners, and they're just fantastic. I mean, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without those two people and then well adjusted chiropractor Jennifer Hensley, this race was her idea years ago, and so Without Jennifer, this race idea would not even exist. So she approached me a couple of years ago, creating and producing this event that she had a dream about and it came to fruition. But Jennifer is amazing and she's a well-adjusted chiropractor. So go see her. She's, she's awesome. I think that's it that I want to mention right now. Those are, those are great folks. All right, and this is
0: the half marathon is also part of the Appalachian trilogy. Uh, this yes. is the second, second, second race in the series.
1: It is second of four. So last year we only really had three races in the series. This year there's four, but you only have to do three. So it's not too late to join if you haven't joined the the Appalachian trilogy. So jump off rock could be your first one. If you want it to be, and then the rad half on June 12th and the black bear half on October 9th.
0: Okay, and how how do you sign up for that? Is there a special form or a special spot to register for that Appalachian trilogy?
1: Yeah, there is a form online, but really you don't have to sign up on the form. We will tally up on July 9th when we order the medals for the trilogy. We'll tally up who has signed up for the three events. Three out of the four, and those folks will be considered in the trilogy. So if you want to do the trilogy, sign up for at least three of those races by July 9th. All right. Sounds good.
0: Well, I think we've covered everything. Thanks yeah. so much. Thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast. And we are looking forward to seeing everyone at the second annual Jump Off Rock Half Marathon in 10K presented by Hunter Subaru and Party UNC Healthcare in Hendersonville. And that's Saturday, May 14th. And we're looking forward to seeing everyone.
1: Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you.